Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Date with Kate. Long time, no chat. Um, Hope you guys have been having a good week and hope you had a good Easter if you celebrate that. Um, I have been super busy since I got back from my trip from Punta Cana. Um, It was a super great, fun trip, um, but our resort was definitely not the best. So definitely if I were to go back, I would definitely stay somewhere nicer. Um, but we did a little recap of our Punta trip, um, in last week's episode. Um, so yeah, I got back from the trip, um, went back to work. Um, so that's been busy. My parents came in town for Easter, so that was nice to see them. Um, they've been to Atlanta a bunch now. They come every few months. Um, so we just tried out some new restaurants. Um, that was good. And, um, yeah, my past week has been busy. Just went out with some friends over the weekend. Um, we went to the Inman Park Festival. If you live in Atlanta, they had this, um, festival, um, near the streets of Inman Park. Um, and they had like, wine, beer, um, kind of like a farmer's market. They were selling like all different types of crafts, plants. Um, so that was fun to walk through that. I had not been to that festival before. Okay. So for today's episode, um, we're going to talk about our topic, um, which is all about different relationship stages. Um, and then we'll do a little bit of TV show reviews, recommendations, and then some pop culture stuff. Um, But yeah, starting off our topic of relationship stages, just kind of going to go over, you know, everything from the beginning of the relationship when you first start seeing them to, you know, defining things, making official of someone, and then kind of like progressing the relationship. Um, So I think in the beginning, you know, when you've, there's that natural progression of you've gone on, you know, a few dates with someone, maybe like three, four dates, and then you really are, you know, starting to take an interest in them, you know, could potentially see this, you know, progressing. And I think, you know, in the beginning, it's important to keep in mind, you know, they may also be dating other people after just a handful of dates. Um, and so I definitely suggest, you know, if it is in the early stages, even on two, three, four dates with someone, you know, that it's okay to still keep your options open and, you know, be dating other people. I think there's that natural progression where kind of both people know when you're like exclusively seeing someone, you're just talking more, you're spending more time together. Like, you know, I think it's, it's been like a month or so and you know you've gone on like 10 dates then you know I don't think it's like as fair to just be seeing other people but there's kind of like a natural progression where you can kind of tell like okay they're not seeing anyone else or you know you kind of like narrow it down like I feel like a lot of the times of relationships before you actually get in one you can tell like you know if he's going to be your boyfriend or not Um, but I think in the beginning, you know, it is so important to pace the relationship. And I was reading in one of this, um, 
this book um, that, you know, women will oftentimes set the pace of the relationship and because men will be asking you maybe in the beginning, like to hang out all the time, like, oh, let's do dinner here. And then the next day they might be like, let's get brunch or, oh, you know, I have, let's go see this show or go to this game, you know, like a day or two after. And I think in the beginning, it's really important to just set that pace. And yeah, I mean, you can see them every day, but, you know, I think you're going to get tired of each other pretty quickly if you're literally hanging out every day and then you're not going to be learning as much information about them. You're going to lose out on that mystery. So I think, you know, in those early stages, just see each other, you know, once or twice a week, you know, still be busy, make plans, you know, it's not a game, but it's showing that you're busy, you have a social life, you're, you know, someone of high value, you're looking for someone of high value to come into your life. So, you know, if you've been on three dates with a guy, you know, don't be hanging out like every single day after with him, you know, still keep it like one, two dates a week. And then I think there's more of a normal progression where, you know, you've been seeing each other for a month or so, then you can see each other maybe two, three times a week. So that kind of just naturally um, progresses over time. Um, But also in the beginning, you know, pay attention to, you know, those, those red flags, like we talked about in our previous um, red flag and green flag episode. But, you know, you should be paying attention, observing their behavior, and they should be, you know, asking you questions, getting to know you and pay attention to, do they remember things that you tell them? Do they remember, you know, things about your work, different things you tell them about your friends or your family, you know, different interests. If you say, oh, I like this restaurant, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, are they then next week saying, oh, like, let's go to that restaurant. So, so pay attention to, to are they paying attention to the things you like that you're interested in and are they asking you questions you know if you're saying oh I'm going on a trip with a friend this weekend they should be like oh that's awesome where are you going you know keeping up to date with you oh what are you guys doing there um you know how was the trip you know versus if someone's just like kind of giving you like one word responses or not really asking many questions back about your activities your life going on um then that's not really going to be a great sign over time. Um, So that's something to definitely, you know, pay attention to. And really in the beginning is the time where, you know, people are trying to impress you, ask you questions, get to know you more. So there is that super initial interest at first. Um, So if they're not doing that at first, then you know, okay, you can rule them out, but that's something to keep in mind that, you know, in the beginning, there's going to be more interest and, you know, they're going to be planning more, you know, taking you on reservation stuff more so in the beginning. And then I think once things kind of progress more, you're, you know, basically dating or you're close to, you know, making it official. I think, you know, people get more comfortable and, you know, you can take turns, you know, planning dates, you know, having more casual plans of like, oh, let's just hang out at home and like, you know, cook dinner, watch TV, 
Um, but definitely in the beginning, I think the guys should be, you know, especially in those first, like, you know, five, six dates should be the one that's making the reservations, asking you on the date, you know, texting you first after the date. So I think, you know, once it becomes, feels more natural, maybe you've seen him, you know, a month or so, then you can be the one to kind of, you know, reach out, plan the dates, um, have it more be like back and forth. Um, but I think it's in, you know, in the beginning, just, just observe their behavior, see, see how much interest, um, they are willing and and planning. Um, and then that puts you in a good position to kind of observe and, and see if you're still, you know, kind of interested in dating them. You know, if it's been like three, four weeks with someone and you don't feel like the guy is really making that many reservations, really planning dates or anything, then, you know, that's a good time to kind of just evaluate, okay, do I want to continue seeing this person? Because if they're not putting in this much effort within the first few weeks, that's already kind of setting the pace of your guys's relationship. So, you know, say you have been seeing someone, you know, like a month and a half, two months or so, and you think things are going well, you can kind of tell that, you know, this relationship might be official and you want to define things, you know, I definitely think you should kind of just naturally let the guy bring up that conversation. And if you're dating three moms, you know, over three moms, three, four moms, and he hasn't brought up the conversation of making it official, then at that point, I would just leave because within those few moms, he would have already defined the relationship if he wanted to. So if it's past the three month mark and you have no official commitment, then, you know, it's probably in your best interest to just walk away and then, you know, find someone who does want a commitment instead of to keep wasting your time. You know, if you've been seeing him, you know, like two months or so and he hasn't brought it up, Um, but you can kind of sense that you guys are on the same page, then I think it's definitely worth having a conversation about. And, you know, you could definitely, you know, bring it up and not just be like, oh, what are we? Or, or, you know, do you want to actually date? But just say, you know, something like, you know, I've enjoyed spending time with you. I'm not interested in dating anyone else. Um, I feel like, we're on the same page about a lot of things and we're aligned with, you know, our values, interests, you know, whatever it may be. What do you think about that? And then see how he responds to that. You know, if he's responding positively and, you know, is like, oh yeah, definitely. Like I definitely want to continue things with you. You know, I want you to be my girlfriend then great. But I think if he's, you have that conversation with him and he's hesitant and he's like, I'm not sure yet, or like, I just want to keep things slow, then that's your sign to just leave because you should be with someone who is sure about you and not just, you know, hesitant after a few months or, you know, wants to just keep things open. And then, you know, once you are official is kind of when 
you know, you are feeling more comfortable with the person and, you know, you're integrating your lives more. So at this stage, you know, it's important to meet each other's friends, you know, either after you're official or, you know, I think right before you become official too is a good sign. If you have been dating someone for like a month or so, then I think you can definitely meet each other's friends. Like I wouldn't necessarily do it, you know, like right off the bat, um, unless you so happen to like run into them or whatever, but, um, definitely, you know, meet each other's friends, you know, do group stuff with each other's friends as well. And then over time, you know, you're integrating your lives more naturally. So, you know, you're going to be meeting each other's family. You know, I definitely wouldn't recommend doing that, you know, right off the bat. Um, But I think, you know, as the relationship progresses, you know, you can definitely um, meet each other's family. You know, you're planning more activities together. You're planning trips together. Um, And then, you know, over time, as you just get more comfortable, you know, you're having deeper discussions with each other um, and, you know, discussing the future. um, And all that stuff should just kind of progress at a natural rate. Um, And I think one of the most important aspects um, to remember and also one of the hardest things about relationship is just having, you know, open communication with each other and communication is really key, you know, expressing your needs and expectations and not just assuming that the other person knows. And I think oftentimes, you know, you get into relationships and two people don't always think the same way, you know, they may not have the same communication style, the same texting frequency, the same view on things. So I think instead of, you know, if something's bothering you about, you know, whatever it may be, instead of just assuming that the person knows, you know, just expressing how you feel in, you know, a calm way, um, not just assuming and getting mad because you think the other person should know how you feel. Um, And then, you know, keep in mind, uh, you know, how they're communicating over time. If they are consistently communicating with you um, in, in, you know, mean or not respectful way or, you know, never able to open up about their feelings, then that's something to keep in mind and, you know, potentially a deal breaker for the relationship. So, you know, over time they should be able to have an open line of communication and you should be able to go to each other about things that are bothering you. Okay, so now jumping over to our next segment of our TV shows and pop culture. Um, so I'm sure you guys have seen all about the Revolve Festival drama, my TikTok feed has just been filled with this. Um, I personally love Revolve. I shop from there a lot. Um, and I know it can get pricey, but, you know, they oftentimes have, you know, stuff on sale and, you know, they have like really good designers. Um, and yeah, I, I love Revolve. I shop from there. Um, very often. Um, 
And I think they, you know, they've built this like huge brand and business and really ramped it up like over the last few years. And so, you know, everyone on like social media is comparing this to like the fire festival and how chaotic it was. People like couldn't get on the bus and, you know, they had to take like 12 pictures there and only got like $1,500 worth of merchandise you know, from it. And I get it. I mean, it's like a full-time job, but I also feel like, okay, if you are, you know, an influencer and you get invited to the event, you know, I think that's just kind of, it is what it is like that you're dealing with it. You know, I hear people are like complaining about, oh, I have to post these like 12 pictures and, you know, do this. And it's like, yeah, but with, you know, any job you have, there's requirements and expectations and yeah it does seem excessive but you know you're you're getting you know clothing from it you're getting to go to this event for free so I think there's just been a lot of backlash with them and you know they definitely haven't been I guess have had as much diversity or plus size inclusion you know and that's only been very recent um I think you know, Remy Bader has really, you know, done a lot for their brand. And I think she's even having her own collection with them coming soon. Um, but I know they've definitely gotten hate and some influencer are like, oh, I didn't get invited to the Revell Festival and this other, you know, similar influencer did. And yeah, I get it can seem clicky, but, you know, at the end of the day, they're, you know, a business and they're making money. Um, but it just, my feed has been filled with these influencers talking about the festival and yeah, some of it just seems so ridiculous. And then these people are, you know, complaining that, you know, they, they didn't get invited or they had to, I heard people saying that they, had to pay, if they bought a $2,000 gift card to Revolve, then they got tickets to the festival, which is just, all of it just is a bit ridiculous to me. I mean, if you have $2,000 to spend at Revolve, then I mean, go for it and go for the festival. But I mean, it's all just kind of ridiculous of these influencers complaining about it, um, in my opinion. Um, But yeah. Um, also I have been catching up with so many TV shows. I feel like, um, there's been so much new great shows out. Um, I have been binging Selling Sunset season five came out. Um, and I love Selling Sunset. I know it's like over the top scripted and kind of fake and, but it is so interesting to see the houses on it um and these mansions like how they're selling it is just incredible and the fashion on it but yeah the drama is so petty and like Christine is so ridiculous like I feel like she has to just be like an actress at this point but she's so annoying and just awful but it's like the show wouldn't really be anything without her so it's like they have to keep her around. And then 
the new girl Chelsea on it, I don't, I think she's annoying. And not just because she's like friends with Christine, but I think she's just like so over the top and like very into herself. Um, yeah, so not a fan of her, but I do, I love Chriselle on it. She's like my favorite. I do love Emma. Um, yeah, and it's interesting to see the season, you know, Chriselle and Jason dating, um, even though we all know that they broke up. Um, but yeah, I have, I've only seen about half of the new season, um, but have been enjoying that. And then if you guys have not seen the ultimatum yet, definitely check that out. Um, I, it's been talked about like so much over like all of social media. Um, but it is so wild. And I think, you know, the first thing is, is like, if you have to go on that show, if you have to give your partner an ultimatum, then you should just break up. Like, the relationship's not meant for you if you're trying to convince the person to marry you. Like, they should want to just marry you on their own, not because you're like, oh, we're at this stage, we need to get married. I also think a lot of the couples on the show, it's a little ridiculous to me. Like, they're so young and, like, haven't even been together for that long. They'll be, like, 23 and have been together for, like, a year and a half. And they're like, okay, we need to get married. We need to have babies now. And it's like, okay, just relax. It's like, didn't you just graduate college, like, yesterday? So maybe focus on, you know, finding a job first. Um, But I just feel like everyone in the show is just, like, really young. And they hadn't even been together for that long. And I'm like, your lives are about to change so much over the next few months. Like, if you're 23, you do not need to be thinking about getting married. Um, But so many of the characters just annoyed me so much. Um, And a lot of it seemed very fake. Like, I just feel like those proposals they had in the beginning um, with, like, okay, Lauren and Nate. Like, I'm pretty sure either that kid, like, they're either, like, paid and that was, like, scripted to be there or the kid thing is just made up like, their their issue of him wanting kids and her not wanting kids because the way he proposed and just, like, stood up in front of everyone was, like, so unnatural. And you can't just get married and have one person want kids and the other person doesn't. Like, that's just not something you can compromise on. So I feel like they were kind of just, like, planted in the show or that was just, like, a made-up issue. Um, And then... I mean, same thing with that proposal with Alexis and Hunter that seemed so fake and, like, forced as well. Um, She really annoyed me a lot. Um, I'm glad she wasn't really, like, in the show and just in the first, like, episode or whatever. But, yeah, she was – I felt like she was really kind of mean. And she was definitely, like, rude to Colby just because, like, he wasn't attracted to her. I feel like – a lot of the comments she said was uncalled for. She just came across as, like, very kind of stuck up. Um, Absolutely, my least favorite person on the show is Madeline. She is just horrible. I, I just cannot believe how she can justify any of her behavior. She is so hypocritical. She is, like, wasted in every scene. She's so rude to Colby and 
yeah, I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, you know, they get married and have a baby together, which I cannot believe this girl is becoming a mother. Like, that is just concerning. But, yeah, like, she was so rude to Colby, wanted everything her way. She was obsessed with Randall. And, like, there was that one scene where he's like trying to tell her stuff about Colby and she's like, I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't want any of this like storms out. And he's like, well, you should care. Like it's your boyfriend. But she was just like, just so terrible. And I feel like there was that scene where Colby like texted the other girl and like made out with her. Um, And then Madeline gets so mad about that but it's like meanwhile you were living with another guy so it's like just because Colby didn't have that connection with April like he sought out the connection outside of the other cast members like how is it any different than what you're doing and yeah they are just extremely toxic like there is no way they you know last or have like a healthy relationship they're they're also just like very young and I think you know they said they met in college or whatever so I think they clearly don't have much dating experience um but yeah I think he was just kind of like only wanted to be with her from the beginning and didn't really you know care about dating anyone else and just kind of puts up with whatever behavior but I feel like it was so rude like all the things she would say to him and then her friends would like gang up on him too um I don't know like the whole season she didn't say like one nice thing about him he would do all this nice stuff for her and she would just like give nothing in return um so yeah she like really irritated me so much um I knew that Jake and April were not going to make it Um, yeah, I kept just being, like, I just feel like April was so much more invested in the relationship than he was, you know, she was doing so much and he was really just not into it at all. And I think, yeah, she can be like a bit over the top and, you know, a little crazy at times, but she was very authentic and true to herself, um, And I just, I don't really see him as being a guy who's, like, really willing to be in any sort of serious, committed relationship. Um, But, yeah, I mean, she was so much like, I need to be married and have kids now. It's like, okay, just, just relax a little. Like, I think she's 23. Like, she's very young. And now, you know, she's in a new relationship. Um, So hopefully that works out for her. But it does seem like a lot on the reunion and she's already like talking about how she's like, I can't wait to marry this guy. And I'm like, okay, like, you know, a few months ago you said you can't imagine anyone else being the father of your kids, um, besides Jake. So yeah. Um, and then Ray and Zay, like I knew they were just not a good match like he also should just not be in a relationship at all like 
he just seems like he has a lot of issues staying out late and like texting all these other girls. Um, I really thought, you know, Ray and, and Jake would actually date some after the show. So I was a little surprised, um, just cause it seemed like they had such a strong connection, but I also think part of it was like, they were in this environment and when you've been in a relationship with someone, you know, for two years and then you're introduced to like someone new, it's like a new excitement. And I think for him, it was just like, oh, there's this new girl, you know, she's cool. And I think after the show, that just didn't really seem to work out. And now she um, is dating a woman. So she seems happy. So, um, and it looks like they're still... Ray and Jake are still friends on on social media. Um, I actually really liked Shanique and Randall. I felt like they were the most mature ones on the show. Um, Randall was probably my favorite guy on the show. I think he, you know, communicated how he felt um, in a respectful way. Um, and I think with Shanique too, you know, she was confident in herself um, and also just, yeah, communicated her feelings um, in a respectful way. And so glad that the two of them, two of them lasted. I know they had gotten engaged in the show and then broke it off after like six months. Um, but they got back together. So hopefully things work out for them. Um, but it was very interesting to watch. The show was just, like, very messy. Um, but it was very entertaining to watch. Um, Vanessa and Nick, I think, are a very interesting host. I Their dynamic is a little strange. I just feel like Vanessa always tries to bring up how she was, like, the second wife. And she gave Nick an ultimatum and how she dated him for, like, five years and won a commitment and... And he didn't, like, she talks so much about it and then he doesn't really say anything else. Like, I don't know. Something about their dynamic is a little interesting. And I think Vanessa just, like, tries to overcompensate sometimes. And I I think Nick, like, sometimes he just seems a little annoyed or bothered. Um, I mean, I like that they're just completely open and transparent about their relationship. But yeah, sometimes it seems to be a bit too much. Um, but it, it's interesting as host um, that they're like that. So yeah, that wraps up today's episode. Um, if you have any questions or dating stories, um, be sure to send those in at It's Kate Mart. Um, and be sure to like, follow, subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. So as always, I hope you guys enjoy this date and I'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah.